This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Good to have Devin Danger Peacock back on the show after two weeks vacation. Devin Peacock spent the past couple weeks up at his uh, family cottage in the Muskokas. And Dev, you got to tell Jim and the Taz and Jim listeners about the run-in you had with the bear on Saturday. I was uh, down at the lake. I was in the water uh, with uh, two other people. And all of a sudden, um, uh, one of the guys, like his phone starts to ring. And then it starts to ring again. And then it starts to ring again. And so he dives into the water to get it. And just, you know, saying, this better be good. Uh, Answers it. It's his wife saying that there's a bear right outside the cottage. And so what had happened was a bear had come in out of the woods. Had come up to our cabin, got up on his uh, two hind legs and put his hands on the door looking in, then lumbered over to the door outside the kitchen, again got into his hind legs, put his paws up on the door and looked in, walked around the cottage to uh, the uh, uh, porch where we have the barbecue where I'd made ribs last night, oh, the boy. night before, and got up on the barbecue and was looking around. Then, at that point, I was getting out of the water to see what was going on, and I could see him or her on the barbecue looking around. Uh, like a little black bear, or what, what did it look like? It's a full-grown black bear. Mm. And so I went into the uh, to the boathouse, uh, got a couple knives, uh, and... Uh, no, you were dual-wielding knives? Devin Peacock... <laughs> Knife fought a bear on the weekend. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, I grabbed uh, two knives and I went up to see the bear. The bear went back around the cottage and was uh, moving away. And uh, so I, you know, grabbed someone's phone uh, to take a couple pictures of the bear with my knives. And there was one moment where the bear got up on a rock and I, I didn't get, I got a little close, but I didn't get so close that if something were to go haywire, that. I wouldn't be here right well, now. You have two knives. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, uh, it's also a bear. So I'm not saying I would have won the bear fight, but I, I could have given him a, you know. I would have loved to see Deb with his hairy chest going mano a mano <laughs> with the oh, bear. Yeah. But I <laughs> Shirtless in a Speedo. Yeah. Two oh, knives yeah. in a Speedo. Two I bears look, ready to fight it. I looked this bear dead square <laughs> in the eyes, and the bear blinked, and he walked off. So. <laughs> I was so disappointed. Dev started telling me this story when I heard the two knives. I thought he was going to go around the corner and pull out like a, a bear rug and be like, anyways, <laughs> long story short, I got a new rug for the living room. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> Well, we're glad you survived that experience, Dev. And you do attribute it to your meat fest. You did chicken wings and ribs on the barbecue the night before. Didn't really clean up that well. Mm. And and if you're going to a cottage in the near future, just keep in mind, bears like yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, I thought I got enough of it uh, after, uh, after it all, but uh, clearly I was wrong. Headline reads, every hot dog eaten shortens life by 36 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, nice, not good. Nice knowing you, Joey Chestnut. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't he be dead four years ago now? If I'm doing the math correctly, huh? This, this, this. He's working his way to never have being born. <laughs> <laughs> Turning back time somehow. Yeah, that's not good. You no, know, 36 minutes for every hot dog eaten. This is the National uh, Health Nutritional Index. 
down in the United States, University of Michigan researchers created a standardized way of assessing the carbon footprint and nutritional impact of 6,000 foods. And if you eat a hot dog, 36 minutes taken off your life. 61 grams of processed meat in a hot dog sandwich results in 27 minutes of healthy life loss due to the amount of the processed meat alone. That's not even the bun. Really? <laughs> if that's a white bun? Oh my God, add eight more minutes onto it. And then when considering other risk factors like the sodium and trans fatty acids inside the hot dog, counterbalanced by the benefit of polyunsaturated fat and fibers, they arrived at the final value of 36 minutes of healthy life lost per hot dog. Oh boy. And who just has one hot dog? I mean, if it's a barbecue, you're eating two. Maybe if you go to like a, a ballpark or something like that, you only have one. But if you're eating them at home, you're definitely eating two. Or you're asking if anyone wants to split a second one. Anyone <laughs> want half a hot dog? Yeah. Yeah, I love that move. I can only spare 18 minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to live. <laughs> Who wants to split this hot dog with me? Uh, I wonder if that makes it the worst, the worst thing you can put in your body. Well, it is the headline. It doesn't, I, the story that I have here doesn't really have a list of other stuff and how long it takes. We, we should dig into that because it's got to be out there somewhere if this study's been released. Sure. Like, would it be worse than like three strips of bacon? I don't know because that can't be good for you either. Oh, what about a bacon dog? Oh, boy. They Chilly do dog. say, though, that you can counteract by eating healthy foods. Like, if you eat a portion of nuts, for example, according to this, that will add 26 minutes. So, <laughs> what I am getting from this is, if you're going to gobble up the wiener, make sure you go for the nuts, too. <laughs> go ahead, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? Very good, how are you? Oh, fine, thanks. Uh, I'm. I was just listening about the uh, hot dogs. I, I love my hot dogs, so I think I uh, probably. Um, I just ha- I have to go for the nuts, and probably uh, I have to find some unsalted nuts to chew on. Yeah, you got to go for those nuts. Okay. <laughs> okay. Have a great day. Right. Bye. Man, this thing is freaky. Jim, have you seen Elon Musk's Tesla bot? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I don't like it. Why do they insist on making these things look exactly like the robots in movies that kill humans? <laughs> it looks like a basic version of the Ex Machina lady. Yeah, that kills those I, what guys. was the one with Will Smith? iRobot. iRobot yeah, Doesn't it look like the iRobot robot a bit? It does, like a faceless kind of shell of a human body. It's sleek. I'll give them that. Uh huh. But I didn't really see, like, I saw, like, maybe a graph, I don't know, like a CGI version, and then there's a, a hype video that goes with it, and it's kind of off to the distance. So I haven't really seen one up close. Other people comparing it to Westworld, the unskinned Westworld robots. Yeah, it looks like the face, definitely. Mm-hmm. Just a blank, uh, like, shiny, reflective surface. And then the suit, it, like, it does look very humanoid if you follow boston dynamics they do incredible stuff with robots sure they had the dancing fun dances little routine that they did with all their robots they got the little dogs they've got one that's a little more humanoid but it doesn't look as much like a human in terms of uh proportions as this tesla bot does mm-hmm. each one will be five feet eight inches weigh 125 pounds will move at eight kilometers per hour 
which is the equivalent of a brisk walk. Oh, boy. They'll be capable of lifting up to 45 pounds. And they will, the face, I guess it's a screen as well. Like the pictures we've seen, it's just black uh, kind of glass looking thing, but it's a display. So you, I'm assuming it'll emote somehow. Things will come up on the screen on the face. Mm-hmm. And Elon Musk says this Tesla bot is being designed to start dealing with work that is boring, repetitive, and dangerous. That's like 75% of all jobs. That's how a lot of people describe our radio show. Boring, repetitive, sometimes dangerous. (laughs) We could be out of work here. I know. Welcome eh? to the Tesla Bot and Tesla Bot show. (laughs) What a bunch of clowns. Hot dog, we have a wiener. We've heard Elon Musk over and over again talk about how scary the future is with these robots that are being developed and now he's getting in on the action yeah yeah they're acting like they're doing us a favor by the way oh we're gonna do all the boring repetitive jobs for you it's like well we need to work and make money so you're doing yourself a favor not humanity at at what point do the robots just start working at the robot factory and they just start make them that that's how it happens folks of course as long as anything's not over 45 pounds, we're screwed. <laughs> it's Taz and Jim on a Monday, and there is Kiss Rock and Roll All Night. Gene Simmons wants to rock and roll all night and party every day, but he doesn't want to do it with uh, David Lee Roth anymore. Uh-oh. Yeah, there's a bit of a, a Twitter feud on between David Lee Roth and Gene Simmons here. This is what happened. Uh, Gene did an interview recently. He revealed that David Lee Roth no longer would be opening for Kiss on their farewell tour like he did before the pandemic. And he made the comment that in his heyday, Dave was the best rock and roll front man, hands down. And then he went on to say, but modern day Dave is not the same. (laughs) Oh, no. Gene Simmons says, quote, I prefer to remember Elvis Presley in his prime. Sneering lips back in Memphis, you know, doing all that. I don't want to think of bloated naked Elvis on the bathroom floor. Now, for some reason, David Lee Roth took this personally. Hmm. (laughs) He responded uh, with a picture of a little kid wearing sunglasses, flipping the bird, giving the middle finger, and just put the text, Roth to Simmons. Yeah. So he's he's give, flipping them off here. Well, I mean, it's easier to do Gene Simmons's job for 40 years than it is to do David Lee Roth's job, right? Because Gene can still put on the wig and the makeup. He still looks the same, mm-hmm. you know, and he's only playing bass, which is tough, but, you know, not not as hard as trying to maintain your voice for 50 years when you sing like uh, Diamond Dave. Gene Simmons could have another guy do his job for him and no one would notice. <laughs> And and there's True. there's word that Kiss does that they swap up. If someone's having a bad day, they just sure. put in their backup and and paint their face up, and uh, nobody really can tell. Yeah, and I don't want to chirp a legend either, too. But Diamond Dave, I've I have heard people who've seen him recently say it's just not the same, yeah. and it's 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 tough to watch. Certain I, times, I saw him a couple years ago, and I'm a huge Diamond Dave fan, and it was awkward. 
What but, do you mean? Well, he was he was not good. Yeah. And you wanted to root for him, but it was hard not to laugh. You know, it was that bad. Oh, boy. But a young man's game. David Lee Roth left Van Halen, I believe, before he was 30 years old. Hmm. So all that all that stuff, when you think of David Lee Roth running with the devil, hot for teacher, all that, he's in his 20s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's not in his 20s anymore. No, no. He's, he's got to be 65, I'm, I'm assuming. Anyway. But you'd think that uh, David Lee Roth and Gene Simmons would be a little more cordial with each other, given that they're Buffalo brothers. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Who's the connection? There might be more than one, but uh, this is sad news for the groupie community. Connie Hamsey has passed away. She's known as uh, Sweet Sweet Connie, and she was uh, a major groupie back in the day. Uh, immortalized in the song American Band. <laughs> Yeah, Little Rock, Arkansas, where Connie's from, and she'd do her act. And she has a long list. I'm on the website shagtree.com. What? I had never heard of it either. So this is but like ancestry.com, but it, for lovers? Exactly. <laughs> you can see who people have slept with and where they oh, cross over. Boy. So apparently, according to Shagtree, don't know how accurate this is, she slept with Jimmy Page. Bill Clinton, Arkansas, I guess. Yeah. Uh, how could you avoid that one back in the day? Uh, Paul Stanley of Kiss. David Lee Roth from uh, Van Halen. Don Henley from the Eagles. Gene Simmons. Keith Moon. Stephen Stills. Alice Cooper. Glenn Fry, Willie Nelson. Frank Zappa. Graham Nash. Alex Van Halen. She told Howard Stern it. Alex Van Halen was the best lover she ever had. Mm. Uh, Peter Frampton, Joe Walsh, Sweet Caroline himself, Neil Diamond wow. she slept with, Mick Fleetwood and Lindsey Buckingham from Fleetwood Mac. Don't know if that was uh, at the same time or Two what? birds, one stone, yeah. Carlos Santana, Vanilla Ice. How'd he sneak in there? <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Hagar, Rick Springfield. Wow, I- she went on for a couple decades. Paul Schaefer. <laughs> what? Huey Lewis? She just, she had a list and she was crossing them off, eh? Like, she was a hunter. Uh-huh. Wow, must have been one heck of an act. She put on her act. She had the whole room. That was a natural fact. Mm. Grand Funk. You got to think one or two members of Grand Funk saw the act as well if they wrote the song about it. <laughs> must have. <laughs> But this is why this is why I am shocked. Like the Me Too movement, we saw um, that lawsuit that was filed against uh, Bob Dylan last week. Like this could open the floodgates here because if you look up Connie's uh, like her life, it says back when she was a teenager she became a groupie. Mm. You know, and these guys. <laughs> I don't think they were teenagers when they were on the road. Yeah, not likely. So mm, Awkward. It is awkward, but this website, shagtree.com. Let me click on Bill Clinton. Who else is he hooked up oh, with? Oh, boy. How many Sharon of them are still Stone? alive? What? Did Bill Clinton sleep with Sharon Stone? I don't know. Is this... The- 
Hold on. Let's type us our, our names into Shag Tree. Are we on here? <laughs> Did we have sex with Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton. We slept with Bill Clinton? What? I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, peacock. It's time for sports. Look who's back. We didn't know if you were going to return, Dev. We thought you just uh, you went off into the woods and you were going to stay there. Well, I uh, I was going to come back earlier but uh, and uh, share the news that I just proposed to a woman with fireworks, but Jim beat me to it, so I had to go back <laughs> for another week just to give myself a little bit of a cover. Yes. <laughs> Swooped him. Yeah, Jim got engaged. Congratulations. Thanks, Jim. buddy. Dev, you are now officially the most eligible bachelor <laughs> on the show. <laughs> Come get me, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk baseball. I know uh, Boss Brad's going to want to talk about this later on, but Tigers versus the Jays through the weekend, and it was a great weekend for the Tigers. Great weekend for the Tigers, and a pretty cool moment in uh, Toronto uh, yesterday. Miguel Cabrera comes up in the sixth inning. It's his 500th career home run. They're in Toronto, as we said, but... The Toronto fans would not let him escape without coming out for a curtain call. He's the visiting uh, player, of course, but he's still Miguel Cabrera. He's a future Hall of Famer. And it was a pretty cool moment when they kept cheering and cheering and cheering. And he finally came out just to give a little tip of the cap as a recognition of just how great a career he has had. You say that his contract with the Tigers is terrible. Terrible for who? Terrible for the Tigers. He uh, has a great agent. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but he has four more years left on his contract. So he's making $30 million this season. He makes $32 million next season and the year after that. And he's got $30 million coming his way in uh, 2024 and 2025. Now there's, you know, at some point there might be uh, some options here and there, but still he is making $30 million a season and has been for a while now, and he has not been the same player for about maybe three seasons. But he is 38. He is 45 hits away from uh, 3,000. He is an all-timer. He's got, like, all the numbers you would ever want. And I kind of forgot just, you know, how few people have done what he has done just with the 500 home runs. Even fewer have gotten to 500 home runs and 3,000 hits. Yeah, I mean, it's it's stating the obvious, but he is a, a surefire Hall of Famer. He's an all-timer, and it was kind of cool that it could happen in Toronto yesterday because the Blue Jays, I don't think, are going to be giving uh, their fans as much to cheer about as uh, Jays fans would want this season. Do you know how many guys have gotten 500 home runs? It's 28 now with Miguel Cabrera, and when he gets to 3,000, which is going to happen, he's only 45 hits shy of that. He will be the 33rd player to do that. He is in very rare territory. Now, Jays couldn't be the Tigers. Do you think this is uh, the nail in the coffin for the season? It's not uh, done yet, but we're getting pretty close. It's just a numbers factor at this point where they just have a lot to overcome. They've had some injuries. It just hasn't quite gone their way. It's been a good season, but not good enough. Good to have you back there, Devin Peacock, you single stud. <laughs> I uh, I fight bears too, so uh, keep that in mind. <laughs> oh my God, we gotta get you stay on the line. You gotta tell Jim the bear story from the cottage. I will. Getting close to the end of August, and you know what that means. 
Here comes the pumpkin spice, Jim. Uh-oh. It's going to be everywhere. Taking over. <laughs> the smells of autumn. It's still a thing. It's still going strong. I know. I thought the, the trend would die off, but uh, we got a text message from one of our listeners this morning. Said, hey, guys, I uh, discovered that pumpkin spice medical masks are a thing. So if you want to protect yourself from COVID and smell pumpkin spice all day, there's an option for you. I didn't believe them. I just Googled it in. A lot of uh, options for you on Etsy. For It's for real. Pumpkin spice junkie. That's what? what it says on the front of the mask. Apparently it smells like pumpkin spice. I mean, even if it is your favorite smell, favorite flavor, I mean, if you have to wear it all day, it's going to lose its appeal after a while yeah do you really want to smell if you have really bad breath i guess you'd want a scented mask yeah yeah better than that but even like yeah like it, i don't know i wouldn't want to smell the same candle every day <laughs> Maybe, you really know. gotta love pumpkin spice to get these here's another one insert pumpkin spice here oh like pointing to the mouth <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah, yeah okay, so okay. I, I think that looks like a mask. It might be a pair of underwear, but... He's <laughs> worn in a new spot. <laughs> it's her pumpkin spice here. And this one's more like it. It's a mask, and it reads, Pumpkin spice sucks. So if you don't like pumpkin spice, there's an option for you as well there. <laughs> you have to really hate pumpkin spice. To make that statement, uh, like that's like your political statement you're going to make for months. I wonder what that one smells like. <laughs> Hopefully not pumpkin spice. You have the right to remain stupid. 35-year-old guy near San Francisco was drinking, partying, having a good party there, doing some uh, crystal meth as well. Oh, and. Boy. Yeah, that stuff's not good. It, it, make, it plays tricks on your mind, the, mm. the crystal meth. So after, after he did his crystal meth, he started thinking that somebody was chasing him, Jim. Uh-oh. The paranoia was real. Sure. Kicked in. Someone with a gun is chasing me. I better get out of here. And is it possible there was someone chasing him with a gun? Maybe. But, At one point. Yeah, but nobody ever saw a guy with a gun chasing him. Nobody ever found a guy with a gun after uh, the story ended here. So he thought he was running for his life. And he sees this fence. He's like, okay, I'll be safe if I, if I jump that fence. And he jumps that fence. He's like, oh, there's another fence. So he jumped the other fence. And then he climbed onto the second floor patio of a building where he thought he'd be safe hiding. Uh, he got inside the building, and a prison guard saw him sitting in the lobby and thought he was an inmate that got out of his cell. But then he realized that this guy was wearing street clothes, and he had just broken into jail. <laughs> broken in? He broke into jail. What? He had a bunch of other people's credit cards on him. They charged him with trespassing and identity <laughs> theft. His trial starts in November. Wow. And I don't think he'll have a, as easy a time breaking out of jail yeah. as he did breaking in. That was like the Uber Eats of policing. Just delivered right to your door. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> he didn't put it together. I mean, is it easier Why to break there... into a prison than break out, I guess? Why is there another fence here? <laughs> I guess I'll climb this one, too. Uh. <laughs> Way to Good go, buddy. 
You have the right to remain stupid. Signs everywhere. Holy cow. Yeah. There's a lot of election signs out there. Hmm. We're about, I, I don't know if I saw too many yet, but uh, just like, 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 are they all in jumbled in like one spot? Everywhere. Trying to fight. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, if one candidate puts a sign somewhere, the other candidates all have to put a sign there too. <laughs> and then they keep like making are them bigger. Are you kidding, Jim? Like, did you leave your house on the weekend? I, I was seeing election signs every intersection, every major street. Mm. It was lined. I try to ignore it. What do you uh, like in an election sign? Do you like uh, when the candidate puts a picture of themselves on there? Um, <laughs> I never really thought about it. I don't know. I don't think so because it always looks cheesy. Like they always yeah. just look like real estate agents, which, you know, I don't know, but there's nothing wrong with being a real estate agent. I but it's not like. I find it weird that real estate agents put have to put glamour shots of themselves on billboards and, and uh, their business cards and stuff. Yeah. I guess it's brand recognition or something, but some, some are hilarious. Like, yo, bud, you should not be on camera. <laughs> <laughs> and I can say that as an ugly man on the radio. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't like necessarily the pictures. What I look for, I kind of like the the simpler the better. If your sign looks the cheapest, I'm like, wow, fiscally responsible. Exactly. I don't need any like uh, reflective special print. You can one see color, <laughs> one color. That's cost efficiency. <laughs> you I know, saw a guy blue, with a cardboard sign. I'm voting for him. <laughs> go orange. With white writing, <laughs> you have a better chance of getting my vote. Yeah. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcast, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.